welcome everybody to church tonight. My lead to open up, but I guess I get voted in for all of it. That'd be all right. I'm thankful to be here. I've been gone for COVID for a month. It's been, oh, killed me. I got to watch all the services online. It's been a blessing. Got to watch the funeral online. It's been a big blessing. Get a lot of time to think when you're sitting home. Nothing to do but watch service. The Lord's been good to me. Yes, I'd like to welcome everybody here. Ask everybody to stand to your feet. Start off with prayer. We ask Brother Carl. that great call mightily that for any here that don't know you that they have an opportunity to come to you 
this time we're going to have the choir come down and we'll turn it back over to Brother Neil. Blessing be here. Ask everybody to stand your feet. Ask prayer. Anybody got an unspoken prayer request? Spoken prayer request. Help me pray for mine. Larry Jordan on my heart. Got Craig Jordan. Got my dad. Anybody got any burdens? They want the church to help. Just ask. Any other spoken prayer requests? scared about coming when I had to open up tonight, but I'm pretty excited to be back in church. I just, yeah. Has anybody got a song or a testimony or anything on your heart? Watching all those services from home, I just really got a blessing Anthony, last week that was just special. He's ready to go. 
just that's, that was a blessing. Knowing that you're, you're ready to die, don't matter. That's can't get no better than that. That's and I'm watching the funeral. That was just. I usually you get a lot of thoughts at a funeral, a lot of sad thoughts. That funeral, I didn't have sad thoughts. I, it, Brother H, I was I was there at that. Neil's talking about him praying last prayer and how good he did. I was there. That was good. And it just my thoughts were just brought me back to all the old saints like him that just went on and how it, great for them. It's like yeah, way to go H. And then I got to thinking about all them old saints, Mr. Farmer. When I was young, he was such a light. And then I had uh, Mr. Pat. Remember him? He he'd stop and bring me and mom to church. Yeah, he already had a car load. <laughs> uh, yeah, them some good old guys. And uh, good for them. They they went on. It, they're better than us. Yeah. Yeah. What a blessing. And Elmer, Elmer taught us how to. Elmer taught us how to treat our wives. And I still mess up. Hang on. But I remember Elmer, and I'm thinking, now ah, got to do better. Yeah, we had some good old saints. Come on, right? Thank God for being here tonight. What I can feel in my heart, Him blessing me and everything. Give me this fine church. I love everyone. Thank a lot of you. Y'all pray for me. I'll try to sing a song. The flowers that bloom and the songbirds that fly are but tokens of love from the ruler on high. Everything on the land, in the air and the sea, he's the maker of all, gentle shepherd is he. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want, leading by the still waters. He restoreth my soul as I travel life's pathway as one of his foes. His love is more precious than silver or gold. Like a sheep from the fold, I had wandered away. On the mountains of sin, filled with fear night and day. Then I heard a sweet voice gently calling to me. I have made him my choice, and he set my soul free. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want.
Leading by the still waters, he restoreth my soul. As I travel out pathway, as one of his foes. His love is more precious than silver or gold. His love is more precious than silver or gold. Thank God for saving my soul. that song. I else got a song or testimony on her heart. If I'm sitting right at home, boy, all them thoughts ought to serve you and get some good thoughts in your head. Oh, my God. I'm just saying
then he said the other night, you're going to want to go to heaven. I thought that's special. Yeah. I don't know why you want to go to hell, but you got to want to go to hell. Lord blessed me with the thought. Actually, Jordan helped me with the thought. Actually, I always felt so unworthy because I always thought I was so bad when I was young. But Jordan said he never knew I was bad. He never knew that, so... These young ones, they kind of look at me like I do some of them other ones. Boy, what a blessing that is. <laughs> Got a lot of young people that really do good in here. That's another thing you watch online, you see all them young ones, you think, man, they're really doing good. What a blessing. I really look up to them even. They're younger than me, but I look up to them. Anything on your heart, got a song, a testimony. Nobody's got anything. Some of these young preachers. Something on your heart, come on. I see three of them over here. We're willing to try. I don't know if I've, I'll preach it all, but just a thought I've kind of had today. And, um, I'm real thankful to be here, and I was uh, I was in a real good mood before I got here. And um, Annie got home, and you came in. I, was, I had music on, and we got to dancing a little bit in the house. And um, I thought, Lord, thank you so much for what you've given me in my life. Little things like that mean a lot, and. Uh, I'm thankful, though, most of all, why I'm happy. And it's because way back when Terry Brock stood up here, and it wasn't what Terry did or what he said, but it was the fact that he was willing to do what God asked him to one time. And when I sat right there, about where little Sadie's at, God spoke to me. And he said, Jordan, I've got a gift for you, signed, sealed, and delivered just for you, and I want to give it to you. That, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have ran to the altar as fast as I could to get that. That was the single-handed best moment, life-changing, altering forever in my life that ever took a place. I've had a lot of good times and a lot of good memories. 
But that moment, over on 17276 Frymouth Road, when I got saved, is the best moment that ever happened to me. More joy has been filled into my heart since that day than ever could have if I did anything on my own. And uh, so I want to read this I, just real quick. And if I preach, okay. If not, maybe one of these other fellows will. But uh, this is over in Hebrews chapter 2 and uh, verse 14. And uh, I'll let you turn there, but uh, very common scripture. And uh, just kind of been thinking on it a little bit today. And we'll see if the uh, Lord allows us to say anything about it. But if not, it's been good to be here. It says in verse 14, it says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. And through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. And uh, I was kind of thinking a little bit on this today, and the Lord kind of gave me a few thoughts, and uh, I got to thinking about that little bit in there. It says, And to deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. I'd researched a little bit, and um, everybody, it seems like, is pretty fearful of dying. That's one of the main things. People are always afraid of dying. They're afraid of going to the ocean. They, they're afraid of getting attacked by a shark and dying. If you break down people's fears, it more than likely comes down to death. What people are afraid of is what goes on after they die. And uh, I'm so thankful that since I was eight years old, I've never once been afraid of dying. I'm so glad that when I got saved, that fear left. I don't know where it went, but it was utterly destroyed. I'm glad that because of what Christ did for me, that hope of that resurrection, seeing what He did, knowing that one day I'll be doing the same thing, made me so happy that I don't worry about it. You say, Jordan, how don't you worry about death? I'll tell you, I really thought when, love, like when death would come closer to my door, I'd, I'd maybe think on it a little more. And that's true, I do. I think about a lot of these people in the Bible that wrote, um, the older they got, the more it seemed like they pondered on going to the other side. The more they wrote about going to heaven, the more they wrote about their last days. And uh, I thought about that a little bit, and I'm glad that I'm not one of those folks that are writing in my book saying, well, I hope it's that way. Well, I'm kind of fearful of this. In my book, I'm writing, man, it sure is good to know that when I leave here, I know where I'm going. I know where, what's been taking place. You know, a lot of people worry about getting their assets in order. They worry about what they're leaving behind, their legacy, their name. I don't care one bit what my legacy is. Why? Because I've got somewhere where my legacy's already been established. I've got somewhere that when I leave, everything's taken care of for me. You see, folks, we're sitting in an airport today. We're just getting ready for the flight that's going to be taking place. If you put all of your effort and concentration on sitting in the airport and getting your snacks and getting that ready, you'll miss out on getting on the plane. What we've got coming is a whole lot better than what we've got here. And you know what? Like I was talking about early, just a little dance with my wife. I'm so thankful for such a thing. What a joy it gives to me. 
But I tell you what, we're happy because of what we've got on the inside. We can dance in life because we've got joy in what Jesus Christ did for us. It's the same story as what Paul writes about, what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they're all writing the same story. Joy because of what Christ did for them one day on Calvary. Because love came into their life. It interceded, took fear, moved it as far away as it possibly could. And it filled in them something that they could have hope and joy in. A faith that they could truly take hold of. I'm glad this evening that I don't have to worry about what life has for me. I just got to worry about what God's got for me. And uh, the more we wonder and the more we ponder on it, the more I realize things just don't matter down here. They don't matter too much. I've got to pay my bills. I've got to go to work. I worry about these things. But the more I trust in the Lord, the more I read, the more I realize we're just getting ready. We're just getting set up. And I wonder this evening, is there, is there somebody that just isn't ready? Maybe you just don't even know. You've not, you ever been in that spot? I, I think it was maybe over in Proverbs, there's a verse that talks about a man that was sitting there and he just was bewildered. He didn't know which way to go. He didn't know which way was up and which way was down. Wasn't sure. I tell you what, you put God at the center of your life. You won't have to worry about which way's up and which way's down. He'll point you in the right direction. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. And I tell you, Lord's done it for me, and if He'll do it for me, He'll do it for anybody. I didn't deserve it. I don't deserve to be behind this podium. But I tell you what, a willing heart goes a long way in God's book. If you're willing to step out, if you're willing to try, I love that verse uh, over in Proverbs where it says, A righteous man falleth seven times, but he riseth up again. Buddy, he's not asking you to be perfect. He's just asking you to try. He's just asking you to trust Him a little bit. When you put a little effort, God goes the extra mile. I found that sometimes in college, I, I didn't quite add up like the other kids. I felt a lot like Moses when God asked him to do things. He had a speech impediment. It, everybody that knew Moses probably thought, He's the one that's going to lead us. He's not, he's not even grew up like we did. He's got a speech impediment. He's got this. He's got that. There was a lot of times I felt like Moses in school. And they'd, teachers that helped me out, they'd put a little curve on that. They'd be like, ah, oh, buddy, you really got an F, but we'll give you a C. You know, I'm glad that just by trying and giving an effort, Lord, He don't give me a C. He gives me an A+. And don't worry about what situation you're in. Don't worry about where you're at. Don't worry about what you got going on. Just have a little faith in the Lord. Say, Lord, I, I don't know it all, but I'm willing. I'm, I want to try. I tell you what, he'll step in. He'll come in, he'll wrap you up, and he'll say, buddy, I've got this. Step back, let me show you what I can do. You just got to have a little faith. I don't feel like going any Problem. Lay it, give it to the Lord. It's amazing how He can solve that problem. 
Even if you don't even know how he's going to do it, he does it. Sometimes it might take longer, sometimes it's quick. church I was real young mom brought me to church I didn't even know I was paying attention or listening <laughs> I was didn't even know what I was learning and Uncle Bill asked me one day he asked me to come to church a lot of times he finally asked me he said he put it just like that he said now your mama brought you to church you had your chance don't you think you ought to bring your kids to church yeah I couldn't argue that I was, he, he was right yeah brought my kids to church. Lord got a hold of me. Uncle Terry was still preaching when I come up and got saved. Best thing I ever did. Lord changed me. Made a good life. I, he's been good to me. I, I, this church has been good to me. It's raised my kids. It's been good to me. I really appreciate being here tonight. Has anybody got anything on your heart? like me if they're out there and they come to church they got little kids they need to bring them to church they got you got a chance you made your decision they need to come to church so they can make theirs yeah I got anything heart's clear. I ask you to stand your feet. Brother Carl, you want to dismiss us?